The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, Man does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you. And on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, it was a great experience and I'm feeling more comfortable with my French. I'm happy to be back home and to see you all after six weeks um, while I was away in Quebec. During my time there, I stayed at St. Thomas Aquinas Parish near Laval University and close to Old Quebec. A challenge that the parish faced was that their lockdown lasted longer than ours in Ontario, and churches had to keep their doors closed until my second last week there. What we could do, however, was hold outdoor masses in minus 25 degrees Celsius weather. <laughs> Although the parishioners had lost so much, and found themselves in a deserted place, their praise of God held strong. They knelt on icy ground and even danced in the cold as the choir band played. Some even joked saying, say the coolest mass in town. <laughs> the experience also highlighted what I have seen back home in our family of parishes during the past two years. As a priest who was ordained at the beginning of the pandemic, it was, it's been a life-giving experience journeying with you all throughout all of this. You've all had some difficult times during all of it, and those difficulties continue as many of us are keeping our eyes close on the news from Ukraine and a close eye on our pocketbooks as gas prices, along with other things, rise. Despite the challenges, I've seen so many of you turn to our Lord for help, seeking his loving mercy when you might not have dealt with everything so well. It does seem to be the case for us, like with Jesus as he travels through the desert, that the devil is nearby. 
working hard to tempt us. Especially when we're going through tough times, we can be tempted to focus on the negative, to get upset at those closest to us, to want more when it is out of our reach, even knowing that our desire for more can harm others. But to keep the devil at bay, it helps to do some spring cleaning of our souls with the help of our Lord. And the word Lent actually comes from the old English word for spring. When Lent comes around, spring is soon to follow. This week, the church reminds us of what we should look for as we get out our spiritual mops and brooms. We should look for sin. What is sin? It's one of those things that we think we understand, but when we look beneath the surface, it starts to get fuzzy. But unless we really know what it is, we won't be able to clean it up. Jesus' temptation in the desert teaches us what sin is. Sin is disobeying God because we don't trust him. Each of the devil's temptations tries to get Jesus to swerve off the path of God's will. God has given Jesus miraculous powers to convince people of God's love for them. But the devil invites Jesus to use these powers for self-indulgence by turning stones into bread. God has sent Jesus to conquer the whole world through mercy and grace. But the devil tries to get Jesus to take a shortcut by offering him unmatched political power and worldly glory. God has promised to support Jesus in his mission, but the devil tries to get Jesus to use God's support for a different self-centered mission by doing a miraculous swan dive off the top of the temple. But Jesus trusts his father's wisdom, so he is able to resist the devil's efforts to tempt him to disobey God's will. Disobedience from lack of trust is at the core of every sin, no matter how big or small. The devil wants to separate us from God, the source of true happiness. So he weakens our trust and lures us onto other paths. Having a clear understanding of what sin is gives us an advantage in resisting temptation. And this also requires humility on our part to realize that we're all tempted. But temptation itself is not a sin. In fact, every temptation is a chance to exercise God's, our trust in God, to reclaim space in our hearts for Christ's kingdom, just as Jesus did when he was tempted. With his grace, his victory over sin can become our victory. The message Christ has for us today is a message of hope. So today, as we enter into the celebration of the Eucharist, let's renew our confidence in Christ and our determination to reclaim our hearts, minds, and souls for the Lord.